Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. coffee black y'all got anchor yet anchor is for podcasters you ever thought about starting a podcast anchor is the app for you it's free to download and gives you all of the information and the tools in order to start the conversation you want to start and even allows you to tap in with other people who use the anchor app have those conversations podcasting is growing pretty soon it's going to be an overcrowded space you should probably get in before the getting is good jump on before the podcast get too hot never know get out there and start the conversation download the anchor app today the google play store Let's talk about it. Yo, my sleeper section is changing platforms. No longer will I be posting my my sleeper picks to Spotify or creating new playlists there going forward the playlist for the sleepers will be linked in the, the description of this show if you like what I do if you like the music that I, I uh, put out correlate if you will and check out my sleeper section playlist available on YouTube music it's easy click the link in the description turn in Back, man. The wonderful and illustrious host, the Kid Coffee Black, Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Back again, more flames. Uh, man, I'm trying to get back into the groove of doing this. Uh, it's been a long time since I made this, you know, like a regular thing. So I'm trying to. Uh, you know, be more diligent in my approach to doing this show regularly. Uh, I feel like this is a uh, very therapeutic, man. 
you know, so I want to make sure I continue to come here and, you know, express myself and give y'all my feelings before I get too deep into the show. Uh, I want to give out all my shout outs, man. Shout out to the first time, last time and long time listeners. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this show one time and never, ever, ever pick it up again. Um, I appreciate all of your, <laughs> everybody who tunes in, you know, um, taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say in the conversations that I'm, you know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, bring forth, you know, just the things that I have on my mind. Shout out to anybody who is listening on the Anchor app, man. Anchor is for podcasters, dog. If you think you have a voice, which I believe everyone has a voice, but if you believe, you you know, you can start a conversation or you can hold a conversation or you are uh, the piece that's missing to the zeitgeist, then download the Anchor app, man. Um, I am doing all of this in the space of my home. You know, Anchor is... An app that you can record, edit, and even distribute your podcast to multiple streaming platforms such as Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and many others, man. You know, um, it has afforded me the opportunity to put my voice on wax, so to speak, you know, and let my let my voice be heard for the most part. Uh, I'm in the middle of my work week, yo. I'm in the thick of this shit. You know, shout out to all of my blue collar boys out there. Uh, blue collar men and women. Let me not uh leave out anybody who we be all the way gender inclusive here because there are some hard working uh women out there. You know, um, I work with a lot of them. You know, uh, the more attentive of our species, I will say, it's usually easier to work with women than it is with men. Um, for some odd reason, I get more respect from more respect uh, on a personal level from women, and I don't know if they smell the mama's boy on me, or maybe it's just about my approach. But for some odd reason. Um, all of my female co-workers are the best and, uh, you know, shout out to them, shout out to everybody I have worked with <laughs> over the past 15 years of me doing, working in this industry, straight the scrapes, the cuts, the burns, you know, um, You know, shout out to the dish man. You know, the, the, the dish man don't really get too much love out here. But we got to love on everybody. You know, everybody is just as important and as vital to the team. You know, without without the dish and the prep man, the restaurant don't run. And I think we need to do a better job of recognizing their hard work and their diligence and the, the things that they contribute and the things that they bring to the table. You know. Uh, full transparency, I have been going through a bit of a struggle lately, trying to 
understand the role that I play within my relationship. And sometimes uh, it feels like people don't see you for who you are in the moment and they are so fixated and stuck on the person that you used to be that in their eyes they don't see your growth. And at times that that lack of acknowledgement in the growth department makes you even more frustrated than you were when you weren't trying to be, you know, this new person. And unfortunately, people seem to hold you to that same standard forever. You know, I'm not the man that I was uh, five minutes ago, let alone the man that I was five years ago. So I don't think it's fair for anybody to continue to keep you in a stagnant position as far as personal growth goes. For a very long time in my life, I didn't understand that need for acknowledgement. I walked around with the idea that I didn't need nobody and I didn't need need anybody's approval. I was going to be the man I was regardless of how you felt about me or how you looked at me. When in reality, you know, I craved that attention. I craved that notoriety. I craved that affection. You know, those things, uh, that type of behavior, that type of love at times fuels me and leads me to, you know, want to do more, to want to be better. I've, I said it before, you know, we've, we work so hard to keep up our appearance like we are something that we're not, or we Try to live up to an unattainable standard. It's so draining. Physically and emotionally. Trying as hard as you possibly can. To keep up this veil. So nobody sees this, the person that you truly are. And in doing so you. Uh, you, you, you stunt your own growth. Because instead of using your energy to be a better person, you're using your energy to be something you're not. I listen to a lot of other shows. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned them before, but Wallow 267 is uh, an influencer and a media personality who I've grown, grown, I should say. Um, I've grown quite the, the... level of respect and admiration for you know over the past couple of years just simply because his story is so authentic you know I can't say it's relatable because it's 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 not it's not something something that I can personally personally relate to you know if you don't know who he is Wallow um spent 20 years of his life in you know Pennsylvania State Correctional facilities. He said he caught two charges, two gun charges at the age of 17, and he didn't get out of prison until he was 47 or 37, excuse me. That man said he spent most of his life from the time he was 11 years old until he was 37 years old in correctional institutions. 
ultimately he said through all of that time and reflection, he realized that he went to jail for living a life that he really didn't want to live. I talked about it before, the demands of your neighborhood or the demands of the people who are around you to live and become a certain individual or a certain person to carry yourself a certain way so you don't appear to be fooled. Because like the environment Wallow grew up in, the environment I grew up in, the environment some of you may have grown up in, it's difficult to be yourself. So imagine going to prison because you wanted to live the life. You wanted to be the man. You wanted to be all those people we look up to in the streets. So he went out there and he got it. And it worked for him for a little while. A couple of robberies here and there. Put a little, you know, something, something in his pocket. Ultimately, it wound up costing him most of his adult life. 20 years of time that he won't get back. You know, and by the grace of the universe, he came out a better man for it. You know, his outlook on the experience was he went to Harvard, you know. He 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 had a secondary education, 20 years of the best education he could not pay for or pay with his life. But, you know, ultimately it didn't cost him a dime. Just his freedom. But he he ultimately came home and made something of himself. You know what I'm saying? He put himself into a notable position to where now he can mentor young men and steer them away from the the life that led him to <laughs> get 20 years in prison, man. You see, if you're from where I'm from, you know 20 years in prison is essentially a death sentence. Dog, you come home after 20 years, the the level of recidivism for someone who does five years is so high. I couldn't even fucking imagine a, a young man doing 20 years behind behind bars with some of the hardest criminals in the world and then coming out on the other side better, better off mentally than when you went in. It's impossible. There has to be some kind of trauma there. Yet Wallow took his shit to another level, you know. He started a podcast with his rather, his cousin, um, his first cousin and his, I'd say his best friend, you know, Gilly the Kid. Gilly the Kid just so happens to be a rapper. You know, and it's an unbelievable circumstance if you think about it. People don't really get that chance. He came home and... I, I understand that his cousin was in a position of promise, prominence, but Gilly the Kid wasn't no famous, famous rapper. You know, so the opportunity was there, but it wasn't like he was going coming home and hanging with Drake every weekend or Lil Wayne every weekend. You know, we know who Gilly is in the culture, but Gilly ain't, Gilly wasn't that. And now he 
They both did. But what if somebody would have told Wallow when he came home? Oh, no, nah, man, he just low. You know what I'm saying? Same old low from 20 years ago. Motherfuckers expect you to be the same person you are. Uh, you, same person you were because they're the same person they were. They'll trap you in, you know, who they who they want you to be because they can't grow into the person they think they should be. And the worst thing in the world is to anchor yourself to somebody who doesn't have a level of optimism. They don't understand how important it is to continue to grow every day. Like, dog, getting 2% better every day is better than fucking nothing. To me, honestly and truthfully, it's worth the attempt. Y'all reaching, y'all, y'all reaching for unobtainable goals. Ultimately, you set yourself up for disappointment and or failure because you're reaching so motherfucking high. Reach out and grab what's around you. When you get enough strength, you reach out and you grab some more. When you, when you feel like you're strong enough, you reach out and you grab some more. But don't have eyes that are bigger than your stomach. Some of y'all got motherfucking appetites like elephants, but y'all don't want to do the work to get the food. Or you put too much food on your motherfucking plate and now you can't eat it. And everybody who told you not to put all of that motherfucking food on your plate is looking at you like, dog, I told you so. And now you got to sit your ass at the table. Into that food is done. Into that food is gone. It's like the mama used to say back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Don't you move into that plate. It's fucking empty. You asked for it and now your ass gonna eat it. We must be think ready for the things that we think we want. Growth is hard, man. It's very difficult. There's a lot of pressure that comes with being a man. There's a lot of pressure that comes with running your household. It's hard, bro. Life will whoop your motherfucking ass. When you start to have mishaps, when you start to stumble a little bit, those those cracks in your character start to show. And it's hard to hold in or hold on to this representative. And you lash out and you become the person you, either you become the person you truly were the entire time or someone suffers the consequences of you holding on to 
and I, the idea of who you think you are for too long. And instead of walking through life naturally, you got to create everything about you. Completely skipping over who, what makes you the person you actually are. When you fake it till you make it, you, you mask all of your actual qualities. Not even understanding, like, dog, there's an ideal situation for you. And if you surround yourself with people who understand what your power is, what your value is, they'll tell you when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. The real one's going to let you know when you're tripping. I think that's why, unfortunately, and maybe it's, it's, it's a character flaw for me, unfortunately, um, a lot of people don't take the advice that I give, and I don't know, maybe it might come off like a criticism instead of, you know, actual help, but I ask the tough questions, I ask people, how, how does this make you better, what, what, what does this do for you, why do you need this so bad, how does it enrich you, other than fatten your pocket, because when you're dead, you ain't gonna take a dollar with you, It ain't perfect, though. I find myself slipping in the character every now and again. You know? And in reality, you know, sometimes it starts to creep back. You realizing, you know, this ain't the motherfucking Matrix. You ain't living in the simulation. This is a real motherfucking life. Get a reality check. I don't know if I said it before, but I'm going to say it again, goddamn. Reality checks is how you pay for your mistakes. That's how you pay for your fuck up. With a reality check. Sometimes all motherfuckers out here writing checks, yo ass can't cash for real, for real. The difference between me. See, I fuck up too. You know, I don't want to come off like I'm perfect. I fuck up too. The difference between me and the most of the world is I'm willing to deal with all of the consequences of my actions because I'm going to do it my way. If I do it my way, I can't blame nobody else for these mistakes that I make. It ain't your fault if I fuck up. It's mine. You know why it's my fault? Because I chose to do it the way I wanted to do it. 
So if I take a loss, I'm willing to live with that loss. I'm willing to live with all of the consequences of my actions. Because that's just the way I was built. Ain't nobody else, you know, going to deal with the layout or the fallout with me. Don't nobody sweep in at the end and clean up after me. I would love to have it the easy way. I would love to have some kind of help with 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 my my burdens and my problems and my frustrations. And when I speak about this, I'm solely talking about personal matters and matters of the mind and matters of the heart. You know, things that only I can change. You know, I don't I don't worry about decisions and and things of that nature that are beyond my control. Anything that I cannot control is beyond me. There's no need to stress about those things. I can only play my position and do it the way I want it to be done. Make my decisions about my life. Keep them solely in my hands. Never now, uh, never allow another soul to dictate my life. So if I want you here, if I'm, if I'm asking you to be here, I want you around. It's for a reason. In the moment, those uh, the moment, the reason I care for you, the moment the the, the cons start to outweigh the, the pros, it's time to cut bait. I used to see a meme floating around the internet all the time. Social media back in the day, like in the infancy stages of fucking social media and shit, it was an anchor. And, uh, it was just a cute little quote. It was like, I will not sink. And that shit just stuck with me forever. You know, I've had my bouts with, uh, depression and stress and anxiety, you know. But at the end of the day, I can't let that shit take me under because, you know, feelings are powerful. You know, and if you if you if you allow them to take over, they'll take you under. And they'll drown you. We all know that I don't swim good. I definitely don't swim well enough to to save my life when I'm drowning. I'm going to panic. I got to stay above water, dog. I cut all of the anchors out of my life. If anything, it's... I, I, man, I don't know. They get real deep, bro. My cat is going crazy right now.
It's late, bro. Gotta work tomorrow. Figured I'd fire this shit up. No. Talk to y'all real quick. Get some things off my chest. Shout out to you. Shout out to y'all. I appreciate your patience with me on, you know, on this show. How sporadic it is, I, I promise. I'll do my best to get back onto a regular schedule. I don't know if I will go back to doing everyday pods, but um, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to do my best to fit, you know, some space to record in my days coming up. Love.